So basically, I'm trying to figure out um, the. I'm, try, I'm, I'm playing around with like, the idea of like, so you know, not just the startups and the and all this kind of stuff, right? And so the idea or the concept of, and, you know, the person experience, um, the introduction of an idea, because if you talk about entrepreneurship and startups, like the whole kind of point and purpose of it is to further innovation and like, you know, the evolution of mankind, right? So then, what you like some ideas to some people are so out there and so like you know revolutionary that they are incapable like their cognitive makeup is incapable of discerning um, no it's not incapable of discerning it's incapable of like understanding the possible reality of that right and so like so the first example is like, you know, when someone comes up with a new invention, like, you know, like a light bulb or shit, like someone says they're going to do that, everyone is like, and this is, this is what's really weird as well, right? A lot of people have said that, and maybe, maybe there's difficulty by it, fuck it, but a lot of people have said that um, throughout, like, the years and throughout history, there's been so many times where inventors and, like, scientists and ideators and all these, like, you know, inventors and TCRs and but they've come up with something that was so, like, left field that no one else could comprehend the po even the possibility of that. And so simply because one person, well, there was more to it than just the comprehension of it by a single person. It was also the bringing of that idea into reality, so like the fruition of that idea. Um, and I feel like the transition of ideas to reality is kind of like, that's, that's, that's where things get a little bit tricky. Not tricky, yeah, tricky. That's why they get a little bit more challenging than typically they would need to do, right? So, um, well, not need to be, but, well, yeah, you could choose to not do it, but then when you get to, like, a certain point in your understanding of, oh, okay, cool, that is my job. Um, yeah, we all plug the business, because this is, like, that shit, because all of my time, all of my life. Anyway, I think it's about evolution, it's about ideas. Um, oh yeah, so that transition you say of ideas to reality. This is so like, it's so interesting to me, and it's so fascinating because it seems like the most simple thing, you know what I mean? It seems like the most simple task to just bring a thought and make it into a, well then actually, like, it's simple, but then it makes sense why, like, no one's doing that. Because, like, think about, you know, okay, let's think about, like, Leonardo da Vinci, how he came up with one of the first flying machines. I don't know whether or not it worked, like, it wasn't a plane, but it flew, you know what I mean? Um, and he was the first one to not just conceptualize it, because conceptualization is a lot easier than, you know, execution. And so I think that's, I think that's why I'm kind of making this, because the execution of the ideas that I have had to date is now where I'm obsessed with, right? Because, okay, let me explain my process. So, my process in self-education and the education of others is primarily surround, is primarily consisting of, I love that, I just tell you that. Fuck, yeah, no, I thought I love it so much. Just the style and aesthetic and the I love it. I'm just going to come. Not a golf girl, but like, a golf girl, like a pimp of golf girl. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I was inviting the crib and the chat fucking, you know, just pressure. Mm. Mm. 
Um, I'll say something. I'll say something else. Um, oh yeah, the execution, right? Oh, uh, and the process. Okay, so wow, I took really fast. This feels like it's gonna be crazy. It's really amazing. So much, so much, so much context into my life. Oh my god. So, um, yeah, my process is do, yeah, do what you want, and then sooner or later you get to the point where you're doing what you would need to have done at the beginning. So, okay. Let me give an example of that. Um, if you want to be, I mean, the best example I have is when I was teaching music. And I always come back to this, right? Because, okay, in music, you want to be a proper professional, let's go as a session player, or even not a session player. If you want to be like a, a beautiful, like, classical um, composer, or you just want to be able to play stuff, and you want to be able to, you know, compose some really nice stuff. So you want to be an original artist, or you want to be a session user, basically. I don't know, anyway, whatever. Either way, you need to know your theoretical concepts in order to have a framework around which your ideas can flourish and float and survive. You know what I mean? So that was really that, like that's that, that's the core of it. You need to know your theory. You need to know some level of theory depending on where you are and what you're doing, who's playing with, all that kind of stuff. And that's within a musical context. And the same thing occurs, like uh, you know, the same would be true for like business and, and accounting. You need your theoretical framework for um, what you're going to be doing, which is processes in finance. So if you're going to be moving to math funds to finance, or even if you're going to be doing like basic accounting, not even math funds, like, you know, some people just, some people's accounting consists of like $40 purchases on a daily basis or whatever it is. But, um, I was saying something else. Uh, oh yeah, but there needs to be a theoretical framework, right? And here's what I realized. I realized the best way to get someone to learn that is to get them to the point where they want to learn that, right? So, this is really cool for many, many reasons. Because not only does it mean that when they get to that point, they are integrating that information, excuse me, they're integrating that information at a higher level, at a more glee and higher quality of understanding, but like they're also enjoying that process, which is why they're gaining that knowledge and insight at a higher level than they would be if they weren't doing that, right? So, if they weren't enjoying it, I mean. And so that's really, that's kind of one of the coolest things ever. That's one of my favorite things. So do what you want until what you want to do is what you need to do to become the ultimate, the most successful um, version of your own self that you could possibly do, that you could possibly become, right? Um, and so the same goes for life. Like, that's what I'm doing at the moment now. Like, my whole experimentation process has been, okay, cool. I'll do it. I'll do everything that I want to do. I'll get everything that I want, you know? And all the things that I consider as being basic a little bit earlier in my life, like, you know, food and sex and survival and shelter and houses and, and all this stuff, um, that I've never paid any heed or attention to. And shoes, clothes, fashion, you know, all that, you know, expensive fucking jewelry and phones and know, cars and flashing lights and all this kind of cool stuff, right? Like, all of that that I paid no heed to in, the, in my past. Now, I decided, I was like, okay, cool. I'll give myself all of that. And then what will happen, because of how I've trained myself as well, because you need to be of the understanding um, that you're doing this because you're going to hit a point where you're going to start learning a framework for your own success. That's what's going to happen. 
Um, and it's only going to happen if you're wanting, if you're understanding that. Not even if you're understanding that, actually. It's going to happen if you would, like, I, like if you want to succeed, if you want to do well, that's it. If you want to play music and you want to have fun, then do all the dumb, small, tiny riffs. Start there, man. You know what I mean? Just start real nice, real simple, and then you can be wherever you want to be in however long. So, what I'm saying to you is, I'm pretty sure, I'm, nah, I'm entirely certain, the same thing exists within entrepreneurship, uh, right, and startups and life in general and business and all this kind of stuff. You do what you want all the time, and then even if it's basic, even if it's super basic, right, it's just like lusting after continual amounts of women. It's so many different. Like, if it's that, sure, do that. Because sooner or later, you're going to get bored. And here's the tipping, that's the tipping point. And the same thing with drugs and, you know, succulates and, 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 and drinks and all this kind of stuff. Everyone gets bored. Everyone gets fed up with it. Every person gets to the point where they're like, you know what, this is not fun anymore. If it's not within this kind of lifetime, then maybe it's within another. Sure, that's fine. But I personally believe that everyone is supposed to get to a point where they're bored. And that's, and like I said, that's the tipping point because what you do when that point happens, what you do when that point becomes reality is completely determined on um, what was that so what you do, oh yeah, so that determines where you're going to end up, right? So, you, when you get to that point, you have a choice. There's always a choice. And the choice is, yeah. Um, so that choice is always, do I continue this or do I change it up, right? And so what happens if you don't and you continue to put yourself to something which is boring and potentially detrimental, like, you know, if you're talking about sex addiction or drug addiction or, you know, hmm, drinks or anything like that, actually, hold on, I'm going to pause this and then I'm going to come back up there. Yeah, excuse me. Um, how do I stop it? Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm coming to a point now in my life um, so like, so you know how people will give those ideas, and it's really exciting, like people give those ideas of like, yeah, there's no, there's no continual fulfillment to count the sensation reality of the the material world, right? And I never really, I never like, you know, I always knew exactly what that meant, but I never like understood it from a personal experience point of view, and because I like personal experience and everything, and I wasn't again. I now understand what it means. It means that you will get physically and mentally numb and sick if you continue to pursue the material world. And, um, oh, that's not nice. It does not feel very good at all. Um, but, uh, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of cool because then it means that, like, all the other stuff that I also wanted is also very valid in that the ideas that exist that kind of govern and warrant our self-expression, like, you know, the ideas that exist around the world. I don't even know what I'm saying, but, like, they're so overrated. I feel like I should like really, like think about it, I feel like I'm stuck like in this world and within I don't know, I 
and a fashion called Chaos Spaces, right? Or Chaos Marines. And the Chaos Marines are Space Marines that have been tainted, or like, yeah, in the comments, in the quotation, tainted or corrupted, in quotes, by like, altered, extra dimensional um, things. Some like the most powerful and amazing weaponry and machinery in the universe. Oh no, that's not true. Because then there's also like the avatars of the older race. All the other spells. Because the other spells are like old school fantasy. I'm thinking like a blend of like between sci-fi and fantasy. But it leans more towards sci-fi, like fantasy elements are kinda like I don't know, they're not custom. So I feel like, okay, kinda like so, you know how most fantasy things, like the bedrock of the civilization or the elite pile, like, you know, it's just all, it's not really all evilness, but there's always evil to be fought. Um, but as well, uh, a lot of the foundation is like a simple life, you know, like a farm life, and then you put magic into it, um, and then that will give rise to like really high overpowered people that exists in the world, right? So that, that's what the whole point of magic within a fantasy setting is. It's like in games, right? So then, you do that, but then the Dawn of thing is really interesting, because it's technologically advanced, and it's still the warlike state. It's, the, it's like, it's villages, but in like, you know, medieval times, villages on like, technologically advanced steroids, really. They're still at war. They're still like you know. They're divided into factions. So they have pieces. They have communities. They have treaties. They have leaders. They have like all this kind of stuff. And the same thing occurs in the upper echelons of that universe. There are powers and there are magical entities and there are all this kind of all this kind of cool crazy jazz. And I feel like it's really interesting. Like they have. I don't know, to have a link between so the Elder from space from the space marine John War universe, right? It's really cool. Because the Elder are like um how do you describe them? They're so technologically their weapons are so shit though, like not gonna lie. Their weaponry is so fast. But they're the most magically inclined. So they have like, you know, they understand the sigils and all this kind of stuff, and they understand that they are the power of that. And they have their own gods. But they are more individualized in a sense. Like, so the Chaos Marines, the difference between the factions is that the Chaos Marines are like worshipping gods. So they're worshipping, and they're not, they're like deities of chaos and destruction and corruption, like plague, plague demons, right? So they're worshipping and they're channeling those dudes. So they're kind of like, I suppose they're invoking the powers of the gods into their own selves, and then I like how Dawn of War is now my framework for this universe that I'm creating. So it's kind of like that, right? But then, then there's the um. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so that's probably different. 
Uh, you got Chaos Marines um, the, that are doing like. Oh, they both do different ones. They both do invocation, invocation. But it's more active. Maybe it's more channeling. I think it's more evocation. It's evocation being like the summoning of deities and gods and that. More on this. They're summoning the power of gods. Whereas the Elder are more like. They're more like. Channeling the powers of the universe, I suppose. So not deities, because for some reason those deities, and this is also they exist in a dimension called the warp, right? So there's like this warp space and warp time, which is like the void, essentially. It's like if you were to travel through a black hole, and it was just another dimension. Dimension of demons that exist in there. That was a pretty fucking epic actually. Um, but yeah, I think it's fascinating that we have this idea that's been congruent across all these different storylines. You know what I mean? Like, there are these powers that come from somewhere else. I don't know, I'm just always fascinated by it. Like, you think about Adventure Time as well. I do with all this stupid shit. And it's just like, where does this come from? Where are these powers being channeled from? You know? Even that fucking... That Snow White one. The Queen. That's a little evil and shit. Even that. Had her... Um, even, like, she was channeling that from a mirror that was a doorway to another dimension. Within which, another powerful figure, a demon or anything or whatever it was, existed. So that's really horrendously exciting. Because it's such a concurrent thing. And it's so concurrent with like, the reality of this magic. But then also, you have these theories of like parallel universes and dimensions, multiple dimensions, different levels of dimensions as well, which exists in theoretical. I was actually an experimental scientist, I don't know if that's but I remember just coming up with some cool shit. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so 
like this, this whole idea of um, like I see create this new reality. So I can create this new reality. And as well, I think it's really cool because like these this kind of person conversations that I've had with one of my friends before. But he had his own framework for that. And a lot of the framework was comic books and um, games and music and media and that kind of stuff. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like that's the only way you can kind of communicate these ideas or these concepts or even not just tackle them but like come to terms with them. With games and I know how I don't know why I'm trying to And yeah, you think about all these different kinds of games actually. But like mainly that's what's fascinating to like, there's so many different types of things, and then there's so much mystery involved in games, right? And so there's such basic level stuff, right? So you can say, hey, there's such basic, like real world stuff, right? I think it's quite like, traditional real world, where you've just got people and they're just doing things, right? And that's, that's cool, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty hectic, and I think that's really all it's about, to be honest, to be like, completely honest with you. I know it's on, um, and shit, but, uh, yeah, I, know. I think that's really all it's about. People doing people things, I mean, what else is going to be about? Life doesn't. Um, depends. There's also the question, like, well, what is, what is humans capable of? Like, okay, so think about this, I've got a experiment for you. So, if we are in an alternate dimensional reality, being the game for the creative for the imagination of someone else, if we are capable, as a human being, to channel magical powers on the from a god or something like the universe or whatever it is, then this is really interesting, because this is such like a large sort of experiment. Then, why would we in this current reality not be able to do that as well? You know what I mean? And that would that would go under the assumption that the reality in which we are existing within is the imagination of a particular being. Like we are all imagined entities in this like in this world in this game. This dude having fun. Maybe he's the real character. Like some Hyper super intelligent being that just is just imagining this world into reality. Oh, they, but then as well, like that has imagined that's the thing, like it has imagined this reality, because that's how games work and that's the kind of that's the link I'm trying to make you. I don't know if it's that's League of Legends. Oh my god. Yeah. But like that thing about um um, that's the main kind of concept I'm playing or working with. Like, you know, if game developers create games, oh, my God, I love New Legends. I love it. But yeah, okay. So if game developers are making games, right? Um, oh, they're making movies. They're making movies, right? So they come up with the idea, and then they go through the process of creating that thing, and then it exists. Some 
actually do patches like I'm working with Adam in Legends right now, and I'll do some few updates and patches to keep it exciting and engaging and interesting. Um, but some people would like to just leave it. Like, we can't do a patch on a movie. We can do a sequel to a movie, but we can't do a patch on an existing movie. Right? So, it's just not a thing. So, what you want to do is you want to be able to uh, go to something else. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you want to be able to imagine because if we're in the imagined, and I'm just saying, like, that could be a cool idea as well. Like, what if we're in the imagined creation of, what if we're in the imagined creation of, like, a hyper-intelligent being that has put time and effort into creating this universe, setting this on, like, direct, not even direct path, but, like, setting this on a path, and then having that be, um, Engage. I don't know. Are we each the creators of our universe? Nah. That. What the fuck? That's what we need. Yeah, I was talking about some Kushi before, and then I want to go... Uh, the idea is to create the reality that we're in, and I feel like the idea is in the plane... What do I want to say? Ooh, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? What would I say to me? What do I want to say to me? I'd say create this reality. A little bit now, a little bit more, just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Because it's always going to be going. And you don't really need to tell yourself to do that. Because I think you're always doing it. But, uh, this is where my fucking. This is where my efforts have kind of jacked me. Because it's like, now I've, you know, put myself into the conscious position where. The majority of people would be unconscious, um, you know, going about their life, and it's fucking exhausting, to be honest, continually thinking about what you want to do, like, what you want to do, what I want to say, la 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 continually doing that is really exhausting, I'm going to be honest, it's really, it's really exhausting, and I'm not going anywhere either, which again, makes me feel like physically going anywhere, ah, okay, so, you can be physically going somewhere, or you can be mentally going somewhere. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> so this is the thing. You know, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be a character in a game, I don't want to be like a fucking main character. I want to be like the god and the deity that people worship. You know what I mean? Cause they always have, they always have their like hidden agendas and like their evil gods. I want to be an evil god of for power, that's basically it, like, that's what I, that's, what, just because they're really, they're always cool, you know, 
It was really cool and peace. Peace for evil people. That's what I want. I just want peace for evil, evil people. That's it. I'll probably be seen as evil, but I don't know. I'll purposely make sure that I'm evil. But then it's like the evil. Let's define evil as being that which would harm humanity. And oh my fucking god, man. Like, why? Okay, well that's the thing, bro. Like, you, okay, let's think about why these. Okay, so I, I was watching this World of Warcraft um thing for one of the new expansions that they're doing, right? I forget what it was, I think it was the Shadowlands, like Return of the Shadowlands or something, or Return to the Shadowlands, something like that. Um, and it was flopping hectic, right? Because one of these main characters was uh, killed, and then she made a pact with one of the demons of this place called the Moor, which is like a purgatory type thing. It's where all your like, demon souls go after, a, um, after a, a life of pillaging and corrupting the peace of, and, and, yeah, just being curable. Um... um um, 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 uh, oh yeah, so she makes a pact with this dude and he's like, yo, I'll give you unimaginable powers if you just, like, destroy the entire world and send all their souls into the purgatory of this, like, Netherlands type thing into the void, basically. But then, like, there's the question of, like, okay, because, okay, what happens is the game... The game then is like, ah, oh, well, he needs to be stopped because it's fucking off all the other places in this. It's like an Elysium type vibe, you know, like, you know, you know the concept of the the the, the ancient Grecian 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 the ancient Greek hell, you know, the underworld where it had like the fields of Elysium and uh, fields of Adoshville and, and all those other cool crazy jams. It was like that, right? So there's infinite amount of places where you would go depending on the context of your soul. So it's like the Dante's figurine of hell, right? It's like Dante's configuration, that's a better word. Configuration of hell being that those nine circles of hell through which you descend or through which you're condemned to be existing for like an eternity, basically, depending on your soul's quality or like the quality of your life, you know? And the same thing happened when he went to um, heaven. Like you know, he goes through he goes through this nine circles of hell, and then he goes through, a, and then he goes through like a purgatory thing, or pur yeah, purgatorio, where he's in limbo, and there's like three sections of that, and then he goes into like this big pyramid temple thing. Oh no, that's is that when he's climbing up the steps of heaven, or is that in purgatory? I can't remember, but I feel like there's there's like seven or nine steps up into heaven. I need to read it um, properly, but it's pretty fucking hectic. Um, so yeah, he did that, and then uh, I forget what I was saying because it was depending on the quality of souls thing. I forget why I got into this, but oh yeah, no. So that's what it was. So it was like the World of Warcraft thing, right? Oh, the World of Warcraft thing, kind of like that, except infinitely expansive. Um, and it's really interesting to me because how the game operates is the game operates by okay. So he's made that decision. And because he's made that decision, he then is evil because he's attracting all the other souls from all the other places. And so that's this big crisis, and so the fucking gatekeeper doesn't work anymore because she's like, well, I'm not going to direct no more souls and shit because i got no more souls to direct, you know what I mean? Because um, they're all just going straight to the moor because this guy is gaining immeasurable amounts of power. And so that's the thing. This is what's been operating since like the beginning of time. And this is what I want in the fucking movie. Get your ass out of here. This is what I, this is what I want to operate in like... In, in, in a movie or game, I want some more interesting concepts to be explored. Like, why is this dude, why is he wanting power? 
what is he gonna do with that? Why does he want, like, you know what I mean? And then you go to the thing of, like, well, why does he want the destruction of mankind or humankind? Or all humanity for the sake of creation of destruction? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Is it just for the sake? Is it, is it, is that his passion? You know what I mean? Is his passion, like, like, yeah, I want to get into the fucking, the character of the destructive, the destruction-based game characters, movie characters. Like, Thanos makes total sense. I completely vibe with Thanos. He's fucking, alright, half of existence is just going to perish, right? Because, fuck it, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know why nothing just continued on the same. It was just a, it was just a click back into the fucking medieval age, basically. But at the same time, they still had all the technology and everything, and it was fucking, it was exceptional. Um, but anyways, uh, like, I totally vibe that, and you can understand his point of view, you know? You can understand the, like, oh, shit, man. And that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to take my audience through a, I want to take them through a journey of the mind, like, like an understanding that not only could they be possibly capable of doing something like what Thanos did or doing something like, you know, what fucking Hitler did or something like that. Not only could they possibly be made that, but I want to show them why also that could be justified and why those decisions would be justified. And I think it's really important that we understand that because if we can understand why those people have been justified in their decision, then it kind of gives us a little bit more freedom and leverage to have more autonomy within our lives. You know what I mean? Like, you can do that. You can... You do, like, you don't need to be about creation. You can destroy things. And I'm mainly saying this because I am all about creation, but... Like, there's all, the, like, that's the, that's kind of the trope of a good storyteller, is you need to tackle all the different elements. So you need to tackle destruction and creation. You need to have them in a balance, you know? And, and the destruction of things is really interesting as well, because it's, like, I don't know, there's something cool about destruction, you know? There's something just, it's like, it's, it's hellish, it's devilish, it's, it's, it's evil, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, I want to rewrite the narrative of that destruction, of just pure, pure destruction, you know, because we're destroying things, but we're creating things at the same time, so that does, that, that destruction creation dichotomy is always prevalent, right, so like in the modern world where we say, oh, we're building roads and we're destroying the natural landscape, mmm, yeah, sure, we are, which is cool, but we're not destroying nature to destroy nature. We're destroying nature. We're clearing nature in order to promote further human exploration and cognitive development. You know what I mean? Like, imagine where we would be without cars. We would be in fucking dirt roads and shit would take forever to get to. And we wouldn't be able to get anywhere, right? It'd be, it would be fucking horrendous. Um... But then as well, that's the that's the other question. Like, well, wh why do we need to be places? Where do we actually need to be? Where do we genuinely need to be? You know what I mean? Where will I be in a few centuries? That's an interesting question, actually. Where will I be in a few centuries? I definitely, you know... I want to live in a balanced world. I want to live a balanced life. And I think everyone wants to live a balanced life. I feel like as long as they have balance within their lives, they can... They can do stuff. They can do... They can be happy, you know? And I think that's what it's about. Although maybe not happy. Maybe they can be content. 
Maybe they can be blissful. Maybe they can be at peace with themselves. They can just be peaceful with complex issues and intelligent thoughts. Because <laughs> I feel like it's more complex than that. You know what I mean? Like, than just saying, oh, he's going to destroy, therefore they are evil. Like, fucking hell. That is so easy. It's way too easy to say that bullshit. It's way too easy to just be like, oh, he wants to do this, therefore he is good, therefore he is evil. It's like, Jesus Christ. And it makes sense. It's like, I'm, I'm pissed off because it's so prevalent. Like, you know? And it still makes sense. And this is where my, this is, I'm going to be educating people soon enough. Um, but, like, that's the thing, you know? Because it's based almost entirely on the capacity or the capability for people to understand that which another person is being able to do. And no one understands their motivation. Well, um, some people understand the motivations. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's go with, like, the passive activists, the pacifists, the, the logging, the trees, the, all that kind of stuff. They're like, that's, that's like a symptom, that's, that's a consequence of human development and growth, you know? Conservation also needs to be, you know, that needs to have some kind of deep impact. I'm, I'm moving, it's too sunny. Like, you also need to have some kind of conservational elements in whatever it is that you are doing, but then at the same time, you want to be able to... <sighs> I don't know, I just think the argument, um, or the existing debate between, like, the, I was about to say fundamentalist Christians and the environmental activists, but I've not ever seen a debate between them. I feel like that would be an interesting debate. I don't know what they would debate, to be perfectly honest. Would they debate their beliefs? Do they even need to debate their beliefs? Or would they just do, like, do they just share their beliefs to, uh, do better things in their life, in the world, at large, in general? I don't know these things. I don't know. I can tell. How will we ever know? Um, yeah, so I find fascinating at times. Okay, that is better. And I can just chill here. Yeah, there's a lot more girls over this side. I'm gonna come over this side just a little bit more. Hey, this is pretty hot. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, but I also don't want to talk to anyone, because fuck anyone else. I'm the only person that's important. <laughs> or interesting. <laughs> No, but like legitimately, what would fundamentalist Christian and environmental activists talk about? You know, their, their belief structure? But, okay, that's the thing. I feel like that'd be interesting. Like, what are the similarities between them? What are the similarities and the differences, right? So, the environmental activists... The, so, this, come, this kind of comes down to the basis of belief. Like, what is the guiding thing, you know? And, well, both of them is care, a care for life, a certain regard for their lives, right? So the fundamentalist Christians are believing in the, that the God is the creator of the universe and God is God is all good and God is all love and God is all great and life and love and life, right? Cool, great. So through that then, there can be so many different factions of, yeah, but faction, what I mean by that is like, you know, you have so many different people and aspects within society are taken up by that belief. You know, you've got lawyers, accountants and businessmen, you've got musicians, you've got artists, you've got creators, you've got... Literally anyone could be that, right? Um, and that's a basis of, like, spirituality, I think. Like a spiritual kind of belief in God and love and light and all that. And then the conservationists or the environmental activists, um, the conventional activists, uh, they're not so much about the spiritual aspect as they are about, like, a natural... A, a natural? 
It's more about the natural phenomena for them, you know, it's about the earth, it's about a mother nature type of thing. So it's about a kind of like, a present, well, it makes sense, they want to preserve that which is holy to them, you know. The Christians wouldn't see nature as being particularly holy, but that's kind of where they differ. And, you know, the extremists of the conservation activists are like the spiritualists that believe that Mother Nature is God, um, yeah, well, is a God to be worshipped, uh, worshipped in the sense of, you know, conserved and sustained and given all the effort and energy that we can provide her so that she may be able to give to us as far as we can. But I differ. I don't think that's the right one. I don't think either of them the right one, right? Because they're all intangible. Well, Mother Nature isn't really intangible. Like, I'm sitting on the earth right now, actually. So it's not super intangible. But, um... Yeah, but then that's the thing. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like... Because I'm trying to find something that would justify m my keeping going. You know what I mean? So if we keep going with our human development, then we got to look at the actions, the consequences, the reactions, yeah, the, main, the consequences of what's going to happen as a result of our continued exploration of this world, right? So at the rate that we're doing, at the rate that we're going, we are going to be cutting down trees, we're going to be cutting down forests, we're going to be destroying natural landmarks, we're going to be doing all that, right? Unless the conservationists can have a rate of protection higher than that of destruction, which is great, um, unless we can do that. And then as well, that's the, like, the, that, that, that's, the, that's the ideal for them in that their ideal world is a conserved world where they can exist peacefully on this same world, right? And that makes sense. And then I also, like, I like that, actually, because it means that you can do, like, mainly just because there's a lot of cuties around. Um, but yeah, it means you can do a lot of good stuff. I'm going to start with um, but yeah, it means you can do a lot of good stuff. And what I mean by that is, 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 yeah, then this world's conserved, and then what then? You know? And then even, you know, if this world's not conserved, and we do go to another planet like Mars, and we start to terraform that, and we make it, we're going to get back to this same point. It's some, you know, time in the future. We're going to need to evolve. We're going to be building it up. Cool. We're going to be terraforming. That's going to be awesome. That's the beginning. But then what? What happens when we find another planet that is very similar to Earth and we keep our evolutionary timeline going? What happens then? You know? And, and then? What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Oh, we're always going to be continuing doing this. We're going to be doing the same thing throughout eternity and it's going to be great. And it's just going to be this eternally propagating cycle. That's what it's going to be doing. And then, wow, yeah, concepts of twin planes as well. Like, that's really fucking, that's pretty hardcore. Not gonna lie. Um, but also, I was, uh, there was something else. Um, yeah, right? So, let's, let's proper think about that. What the fuck are we going to be doing with ourselves for that time as humanity, as people, right? So, the bigger picture of, we can serve this earth great. What then? How are we living? Why are we living? What is our purpose for living? You know, is our purpose is our purpose love? Is it solely so we can love this life? Because if so, then how are we going to show that? You know, and I'm very glad this is a question. Like, how are we showing that? What kind of like streams of love are we exciting ourselves with? You know, what are we exciting with? Are we exciting ourselves with other people, with others, with other ideas, with other expressions? Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? 
because um, we're always going to be needing to do something. Always. We're always going to get to a point in our lives where we're like, something needs to be done about this. We need to be doing something. I need to be doing something. Other than just talking smack. But then it's like, well, what do I want to be doing? I want to be doing countless amounts of things, really. I want to be doing things like evolutionary obstacles, expressions with others. Just things. Things to do, you know? I like having things to do. And, well, there's also the question, like, what time does it matter? You know? What does it actually matter? If I care solely about myself, and then I, well, but then if I leave in, you know, self-expression, soulful, you know, entrepreneurship and regeneration, all this stuff, you know, twin flames, maybe, I don't know, reincarnation, maybe, I don't know, are those going to be things that are going to affect me, you know, because i got to think about all the contingencies, right, all of the contingencies, so, by that, I mean, what am I? Right? Because if you define yourself to be a certain amount of things, then you're going to be dealing, needing to deal with a certain amount of things, right? So if you go to like the spiritual aspects and the elements, and you're like, okay, well, spiritually, spiritual elements? I like that. That's cool. Uh, spiritually elemental forces, I feel like they're pretty cool. Elements. I don't, I don't know why the elements, they're just cool. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know what it means to be cool either, but it's just like a feeling, it's a vibe, you know? Like destruction, it's cool funny, can be cool, can be also funny, <sighs> I don't know, it's just a vibe, it's just cool, um, yeah, I forgot what I was saying, oh yeah, that's the thing, so like, well off into the future, now, what do we want to be doing, what are we going to be doing, are we just going to be doing the same things over and over and over and over and over and over and over? Are we doomed to repeat our cycles? But if we love our cycles, then I suppose it's not really dooming, is it? You know what I mean? Like, what happens? I know what happens as well when we as human beings decide that we're going to break our cycle of complete destruction of the worlds that we're living on because this is the first and only time in history that we've actually come to the conclusion that we're going to need to um, uh, conserve and protect this planet and her environmental um, prospects, right? We're going to need to do that because even if, right, we're going to need, even if we're going to need to be ever-evolving and exploring this outer space, like the rate at which technology is being developed, right? We're going to need to be able to, we're going to need to ourselves and then also go and technologically develop. You know what I mean? Like, I personally would combine the both and say, well, honey, what would we be able to do with fucking both of those things? You know, what's a good balance? Like, how much sustainability do we need? Like, how much... The sustainability gives us time, right? So, what if we... What if we had some more time for with sustainability, right? For, for sustainable projects and that? What if we had some more time so we could then work on the evolving of... Of, of the processes, you know, and evolving with other, oh, other people, same serious educations, and, you know, what if we were sustainable? 
just enough for us as humanity to go over to other planets and then become sustainable just enough so that we can what worship ourselves worship ourselves with some evolutionary fucking projects like I don't think that makes too much sense to me to be perfectly honest like I like it, I like the idea, but you know what happens? You know what I mean? So, I'm just thinking about this. Like, what happens when we go, and this is the story, man. This is the life. This is the narrative. This is what we're going to be doing. This is the following of the fucking tales. What happens, right, when we go to other um, planets and species, right, and we, um, we find some other stuffs, and maybe sometimes we colonise it, maybe sometimes we don't colonise it, whatever, right, but, like, what if, um, right, so, him, listen, listen to this, right, so what if we, um, what if we worship other people, no, that doesn't feel right, Worship the opportunities. What if we worship? Do we? But that's the thing. Do we? What do we worship? Do we need to worship anything? You know? Do we maybe we just worship ourselves? Because like what I'm trying to say to you right now, right? Is like just just put, just think about it just for a second, right? So, um, what was I saying? What was I going to say? It's going to be something. So, no, proper, just think about it. So we go to other, let's say, right, we go to other planets, yeah, right, cool, and we explore that, and we discover all of that, and we put some people on that, and we discover that. What happens when we've discovered this entire Earth? Huh? What happens then? What happens when we've discovered all of us, and we know everything about that one? Huh? On a physical level, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to want to, we're going to need to, so we can get a better grasp of the economy and the, uh, the, 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 the ecology, is what I mean to say, and the fucking, the, all of the rest of it, you know what I mean? So, we need to really have um, our discerning glasses on, right? Because what's going to happen when we get to that point, and we're like, oh, well, matey, you know, you've got to be doing some other, other stuffs, you know what I mean? We're going to be needing to do some other stuffs, some other stuffs. Because, right, so what happens? What happens when we've discovered everything that we can on this earth, in a physical level? You know what I mean? Well, we have discovered this earth. We've discovered the earth. We've discovered everything. Ooh, that's the cool thought. We've discovered everything in the known universe that we could ever know. So we've got situations where we're looking for things that we don't know that exist. And we don't know where to look for them. But I suppose we look to where we've not looked before. You know, like, I don't know, maybe like inside themselves. Because maybe if we could look towards each other with, with um, introspection and also curiosity outside in the external world, right, maybe we could come up with something. <sighs> what am I trying to do here anyways? I don't even know.
all I know right now is I just feel sick as hell from food, from food, from sickness, from drinks and stuff. This physical world, man. It's cool to discover stuff, but I'm not interested in that, you know. I want to discover what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to say we need to evolve and we need to supercharge ourselves with other people. Basically, I've run out of energy. I need to go chat with some people before I. I'm gonna be no energy day for the rest of um, the entire day, I suppose. So, goodbye. Okay, cool. So, this is gonna be a figuring out session, I think. It's gonna be definitely one of the main ways. But yeah, I need to, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd be pretty good at having a podcast. I really want a podcast room if I'm gonna continue doing this. I feel like that'd be really nice. And the comments, I really miss the comments. Comments were a really good place to be in, not gonna lie. They were really nice, really good space. Um, this, so yeah, this uh, podcast, this session is literally just me figuring out some stuff and me just having the ability to talk to myself, to have a format to. Yeah, listen out for me. Um, so yeah. Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Sydney, Creative Commons, all of that, all that type of stuff. But yeah, that was really cool. And I also need to figure out what it was that I was doing there as well because I was definitely doing something. But then I, all I remember was I was just like chilling in the fucking in the main room, near all the games and playing ping pong and basketball and all that type of shit. Like I was just having the most amount of fun as humanly possible, and it was really hectic because I was like at that point I was. I don't know, I wasn't really getting paid to be there, but I was certainly not paying to be there. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It was an interesting thing, to be honest, because it was meaning that I was getting to have fun while also building relationships, and those relationships that I was building while I was actually genuinely having fun were going to be the relationships of the people that I was going to be working with in the future, but maybe they're just the creative people that I needed to be working with. See, this is the thing, man. Like, really need to create yourself a new fucking gig. Like, if you can surround yourself with salespeople, that'd be awesome. But also at the same time, like, just really get to know yourself as an individual. Because I remember that. So there was this one time at the Commons, Creative Commons, Sydney. It was really nice. There was a guy called Pablo. I think his name was Pablo. I don't know. Pablo? Uh, I don't know what his name was. It definitely wasn't Pablo Escobar. But um, he was a really cool dude. He was fucking, he was smart. He was switched on. And he was one of the ones, he, yeah, he was probably one of the last people that I actually talked to and connected to um, before I left Commons. Because what I was doing there is, okay, this is really exciting because I've never actually done, I've never actually gotten to this point before, but yeah. So, the entire idea for this business, right, it's going to be a life coaching thing, so yeah. So, and this is what I was going to tell my mom at the original um, aspect of it as well. Um, but she was not a fan of that and she insisted and invited me to just fucking go off and just be traveling and all that type of shit but I'm getting back down to the stuff that I want to be doing now and it's going to be great and it's going to be able to mean that I'm going to forward my things and so there was another thing as well in terms of the yeah set up the whole events industry in Australia just from fucking from the ground up you know what I mean but not even from the ground up like just don't just like use people use other people's success and go through that and yeah you'll be fine because I really wanted to get to Norway you know what I mean like, I really just fucking, I really just want to be in Norway, just paying my way through and doing some, like, farming work or something like that. Like, yeah, I just want to pay myself, pay you for the work you do. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, like, really, 
I want to be doing this Norway thing, like, hmm. And I don't actually know if it is Norway either. Like, I was just fucking... I'm just imagining how funny it would be to be in Norway. But then it wouldn't even be fun. Like, I just get to talk to people. But then, wherever I am, it's all about the personality, I suppose. <sighs> so. Oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> This is probably one of the biggest realizations that I think anyone could ever come to. Like, and one of the most hilarious things ever is that the best way, one of the best ways to get yourself from where you are to where you want to be is if you think in terms of results and how effective and efficient that process can be, you want to make sure that you're optimizing that process, right, towards the gaining of the results or the attainment of your results, right, which is really cool. What that means is you need to be able to enjoy the process like a fucked up because if you're not enjoying the process, you're not actually going to finish and follow through to get the results that you actually want, right? So if the process is boring and da-da-da-da-da, then yeah, cool, it's great. But it's not really because you're just like trudging on through it. And I think that's a position that I've got myself into right now. Yeah. I just need to make this more fun. Oh, fuck, there's an outside realm? Oh, my God. Oh, fuck yes. Why have I not been doing this? I'm just like slowly graduating. Okay, cool. So I was totally saying something. I was to- and there's always music wherever I am as well. I don't know, does it need to be? Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore, I, like, just everything, I just want to talk about life and everything, and talking personality, and like, you know, I like you, I think you're a cool man. I do, I do it, I do it for you, and I like you, um, mm, yeah, and one of the most interesting things, here's one of the biggest things I think that I have been stuck with, is the fact that you can't seem to be able to enjoy it, you know what I mean, like, I have met that many people, I've been surrounded by that many mindsets that it's just like, oh, you got to fucking, you got to work hard for your money, you got to do all this, you got to fucking struggle, you got to continue, like, you know, struggle and grind and do all that shit, but, like, you really don't, though, that's the, th- like, you really don't, you really don't need to struggle, you really don't need to grind, like, I mean, at least I don't, you just got to enjoy yourself, you know what I mean, and if enjoying yourself means being as fucking weird as humanly possible, then go and do that, like, I saw this girl, I know of this one girl, who just got dressed up in fucking Santa pajamas and went on a kayak in the middle of the morning because she was like, now you know what, fuck it, this is going to be hilarious. Um, and it's really weird to think about doing any kind of business from the perspective of just like, ah, fuck it, it'll be pretty funny, you know what I mean? And just being able to laugh through it as well, like, fucking, why not? Seriously. But you also need to be able to deliver, I need to be able to deliver results, you know what I mean? And I need to be able to fucking... Everyone, it's never ending. Yeah, I don't know. That's my problem solving side done. But that's like once you get into it, you know. I supposed to be doing right now like I know what I'm supposed to be doing but then it's just like am I really supposed to be doing that do I really want to be doing that as well I know what I'm supposed to be doing 
It's like, it's constantly the thing, the challenge of like, hey, um, yeah, you know that thing? I don't know. I'm gonna think about it.